everybody. Welcome to episode 302 wow. of Good Luck High Five. We're some cool cats bringing you some cool news and cool facts about Magic the Gathering. We sure are. I'm a tabby. Oh, yeah. I'm a calico. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm long hair, definitely. Oh, I'm short hair. <laughs> oh, boy. No. Have you have you looked at the amount of maintenance I'm willing to put in? <laughs> This is this is a short-haired cat right here. <laughs> You've got to brush me all the time or you will regret it. Oh, no. Just FYI. Do you know what? Okay, this is kind of terrible, but my cat goes outside, right? Yes. Um, I, I let her outside for different parts of the day, and I have not ever given her a flea and tick, like, medication. Yeah. But she never gets fleas. And I don't know if it's because she hates other animals so much that she will not get close enough to them to contract fleas. I don't know if that's a thing. Or part of me has wondered, like, her fur is really dense. If she just, like, (laughs) they can't get in there. It's true. These are, like, I don't know. Well, she's just wandering outside of your house, you know. Maybe there's no fleas to be had. That's what I think it is. But the other part of me is, like, I don't know how the biology of flea and tick works. Have you ever had fleas? Oh, uh, yes. Fun question. Oh, man. Okay, sorry. We're really starting off like, I mean, very off topic for today. Ta- you know, tangent right off the bat. That's yes. our deal. Magic talk will begin briefly. But this is actually, this is actually like a, a weird story. But uh, one of the places that we were living when I was growing up, um, I, we moved around a whole bunch. Yeah. Um, and we had dogs. And one time our dog had fleas. And the place that we were living, it was in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had old wood floors, but the thing is that sometimes floor, like old wood floors, especially the boards shrink and you get gaps between them. Yes. So we got rid of the fleas that the dogs had, but fleas were living <gasps> in the gaps between the fleas floorboards. Were in the floor. Yes. That's and horrifying. I had bites around my ankles for months. <gasps> Isn't that weird? That's so weird. I didn't know fleas could live in just the floor. Me neither. But it's like in this particular instance, it was because there were like these big gaps between the floorboards. Wow, I have gaps in my floorboards at home, and now I'm like, there's fleas living in there. I mean, not unless you ended up, like, you created a situation in which that was going to happen, in our case, by having dogs who had fleas. You know what? I've always dreamed of running my own circus. Why not the flea variety? Yeah, is flea circus a real thing, or (laughs) is is it like a turn of phrase? I think... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, what? it was back in the old-timey times when people had a flea circus. They're like, come and see the flea circus. But it was all like an act. Yeah. Like, you know, it was wires and whatever, right? Oh, was it? It wasn't actual f- fleas doing the trapeze. Know. Or I thought if it, w- if it was like, <laughs> if it's like basically another way of saying like a scam, right? Like oh, the flea circus. Well, I think it originated because it was a real thing and it became the word for a scam. Oh, well. Anyway, I could keep on this topic for like forever and I'm stopping myself right now. Yeah. Just wanting you to know the sacrifice I'm making for the show. Yes. Thank you so much. I did not make any sacrifices. I told a lot of personal flea related stories at the top of this show. Maybe we'll come back around to it later. But we are going to talk about Magic the Gathering because that's what we're here to tell you about. Whether you are becoming better at the game, you're just learning it, uh, you were away from the game for a while and you're returning, you like being part of the community, or you just like hanging around and playing with your friends when you can. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, uh, we've got a lot of news for you, actually. A lot of cool stuff has been going on in the Magic Universe this past week, and we're going to let you know all about it. Yeah. We're also going to take a deep dive into modern after Grand Prix Atlanta this past weekend. Man, we haven't talked about modern in a long Forever. time. Ever. Which is strange because we both love it. Yeah. We so love everybody. modern. And coming up next year, there's a lot of modern Grand Prix. Ooh, nice. So, you know, if you're not on the modern train, think about it and you'll have plenty of tournaments to choose from next year, too. There's a lot less murder on modern trains than on old school trains. <laughs> That's true. Modern trains. Ah, think fun. about it. You could not have murder on the Orient Express on like a contemporary Amtrak. It would not be the same. Just because there would just not be. It's just like not fancy enough. You need a fancy train for a murder. Amtrak, if you want to rebrand, <laughs> talk to me. I've got some ideas. Oh, that's one of my life goals is to go on a fancy train trip. But you know what? I think I'm going to be disillusioned because once I did go on a train and it was not fancy at all. And yeah. I had a sleeper car and it was terrible. At this point, it's just like a slower airplane. Great. But I do love trains in general. Yeah. I would prefer a train journey. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
I do. Anyway, before I get too off track again, the Pro Tour is coming up next weekend, this coming weekend rather, and we are going to do our classic Pro Tour preview for you. Yes. It's going to be so exciting. We're going to give you all of the hot dish, yes. all of the scoops. Hot dish. Get it? Because if you're in Minnesota, that's the thing you eat. It's a hot dish. Yeah. It's and just a casserole by another name. Um, we're also going to invite you, if you want, to come participate in some of our fantasy leagues yeah, for this pro play tour. with us. Very cool. Yeah. We've got leagues based on cards that we expect to be played and players, too, like we normally do for sock bet. And uh, yeah, this time you can play along. So that's going to be pretty cool stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, all this and more coming at you. Before we start the show, thank you to everybody who supports us on Patreon.com slash GLHF Magic. That's right. If you are a supporter of the show, you are literally, you, you lift the show up on your shoulders. You, you are, are like the wind beneath the wings. You're like Atlas. Yeah. Holding the world. And the world is, is the us. show. Uh-oh. <laughs> but also, <laughs> well. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty, you know, that's but pretty in nice. this case, Atlas is made of a lot of smaller people. <laughs> this metaphor is wow, kind that's of weird, creepy, right? But, but honestly, yeah, uh, you help us so much, and we do have a goal on our Patreon page. We're trying to get to seven hundred patrons. So if you can go, you can go on there, and you can see how many we've got, and you can help bump us up to seven hundred. Hopefully, we'll get there by the end of the month. Please help please, us! It'll please, be so please, fun. Please. Yes, <laughs> we, it'll be it'll be so fun. It will. Yeah, we've got uh, great stretch goals too on there as well. If we can manage to hit those um so yeah every every pledge not only supports the show but gets us closer to getting some cool new stuff into your hands hopefully if we hit those benchmarks and we've had a couple of people join us in november so yes, far and you. we so appreciate like literally every time i open up our email and i see that a new patron is joined yeah it's like it's like a little like it's like the first flakes of snow falling on your face on yeah. a perfect crisp winter day exactly and you're like oh my goodness what is this magic and unlike snow, I will never become tired of you. You see? It's great. So it's only the magical moments. We're going to thank Card Kingdom, too, for being an awesome supporter of the show. Cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. Use that link to go to their website and uh, get some awesome stuff, like one of the things we're going to talk about soon, which is Ultimate Masters. Ooh. Soon you'll be able to head wow. over there and check that out. Um, but yeah. We Last week, we also did a video with their sparring yeah. decks. A new pair of them, which are their pre-made brawl decks that you can get. Cool. We had Atrada versus Slimefoot. Yeah. They're so much fun. We love them so much. And they're only 15 bucks. So it's if you're like, deal. I don't know how to get into Brawl or I'm looking for like a fun, casual way to play with some of my, some of my friends, yeah. but we don't have time to like go through and spend all the time constructing decks. We just want to jump right into the playing. Boom. Grab those sparring decks. Like it is, it's a great fun play experience that we've had with all of the different ones that they offer. Yeah. Holidays so. coming up. I think that's a great gift. Yeah. Honestly. And, um, you can ask for a free sticker in your order too, and you get a good luck high five sticker. Nice. And then you can be the coolest kid with the coolest lunchbox that has our sticker on it. Yeah. So remember you can check out those videos. Like we mentioned yep. on our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com yes. slash good luck high five. We also have board game reviews that come out every Monday. Yeah. Like Maria said, it's the holiday season. Um, so whatever you're celebrating, if you're practicing gift giving as part of that, there are some awesome games that are coming oh, out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, our board game guy, Nicholas, is always on top of the hottest games. Yeah. So as Maria and I are like, Nicholas, what about reviewing this game? And he's like, we're booked out until January. <laughs> and we're like, all right, Nicholas. All right, Nicholas. You're so on top of it. Um, so yeah, yeah. you want Rex. Like, yeah. we got Rex. We got for Rex you. for days. Yeah. We love all games here on yeah, this we show. Sure do. And if you are not into board games, that's okay. You can check out our awesome magic content. And if you are, great. You get two for one. Yeah. And what magic player doesn't like a two for one? All right, it's time for magic news. That's right. A couple of weeks ago, we talked to you about the finals of the magic bracket. Yes. The magic bracket was set up by a judge to determine what is the most, quote, magic, unquote, card in magic. And yes. uh, over the course of two plus years, oh my people goodness. voted on what should be the most what is the most iconic card in the game of magic and we have finally reached the conclusion that's right you can look at the history of this bracket um if you just google magic bracket it's yeah. the first thing that comes up or you can go to mtgbracket.tumblr.com um and read more about it but maria there was a All winner right. so the final battle what was it it was lightning bolt versus 
Birds of Paradise. Wow. An iconic. Iconic. Iconic battle. Battle for the ages. Yes. And the winner is... Lightning Bolt! Yeah, we saw that one coming. I tried to I tried to do a lightning sound, and then I realized this, like I had that was no what idea. You're doing when you're like, Zzz. yeah, that's, that was like the <laughs> lightning sound. So how could I do a lightning sound? Ooh, that's a good lightning sound. Ooh, I should get a career in being the sounds of inanimate objects. Wait, is that's lightning a foley in, artist? Is lightning an animate object? Is lightning an object? Oh my god, you've really gotten into it now. <laughs> I don't think it is. No. It's not an object. It's electricity. Yes. So it's not an object. <laughs> Is it an object? No. It's electricity. <laughs> well, I'm sure that you wanted Ooh. to. Well, we had to. We got, glad we got that sorted out. We got to out. the bottom of Thanks. what are lightning bolts. Grombus. Okay, so... <laughs> Lightning Bolt was a champion of all, yeah. which I think unsurprising. I think, I think is a great a choice. People. Yeah, a lot of people shocked. You know that it's not going to be something like Black Lotus or whatever. But um, Black Lotus got voted out a few rounds ago, yeah. so it wasn't even kind of in the con- in contention. And I've got to say, you know, it, it beat out Counter Spell throughout this. Yeah, I think Lightning Bolt's like great. Yeah, a great choice. It beat it beat Wrath of God uh, in the semifinals. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it took 69.41% of the votes Okay. in the finals. So, like, pretty decisive. Do it's you a decisive victory. think that Lightning Bolt is the most magic card in Magic? You know, we had this discussion, didn't we, when we were talking about this? Yeah, but now that we have our winner, I want to know if you think it's a worthy champion. I would have preferred it to be Ancestral. Let's be honest. Whoa. I think drawing cards is more magic. Hollow Vito Dominarosa agrees with you. Really? Yes. Yes. <laughs> what about you? I think Lightning Bolt is a great choice. Yeah. It is really tough for me, though, because choosing a piece of power does also seem to be very magic. It's the history. Yeah. It's where a lot of, you know, the essence of the game comes from and the excitement over it. Although, you know, Lightning Bolt is one of the original cards. That's true. Um, it's one of the set, right? It's part of the same set as Ancestral. Yeah. Where it was a single mana of each color. Um, would make some sort of effect that had three in it. So yeah. like Lightning Bolt was deal three damage. Ancestral was draw three cards. Um, it was Dark Ritual, right? Yeah. Make three black mana. Yeah. Giant growth. Giant growth. And then whatever the last one, white. White. Uh, give your creatures plus one plus one. No, I think it was gain three life maybe. Ew. Let's, do you know what? Now I, I don't remember, but I want to say that that's like whatever. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. I know. Well. They didn't really... It took them a while to understand the color pie. Let's yes. get real. But that's okay because they made a great game. I have a thought experiment for you while we're in news here. Sure. Someone posed this question to me the other day. Do you think if Richard Garfield had not invented magic, that eventually somebody would have invented it? Wow. Great question. And I'm talking not specifically about magic, but about the concept of a trading card game or a game similar to magic because magic is the birth of all games that are like it so pokemon eternal now online uh yeah. artifact etc healing self single white gain three life no, or right. prevent up to three damage from being dealt okay. to a single target um anyways yeah it's a like it's do you think it was inevitable such an interesting question yeah because part of me looks at games that have come after it and said like so many people who have had a hand in creating those games also played magic at some point. Absolutely. In some cases worked on magic at some point. And so there's the question of like, would they exist if this catalyst hadn't been there? Right. So that's like the, the part that gets me because part of me looks at it and it's like, of course, it's like so fundamental, but is it fundamental because it was created right. and it was so good? I was thinking wow. about this and I Great said, question. I said no, because I think it is such a unique idea yeah. That I don't know when somebody would have finally come up with this. Yeah. Right. Like the color it's pie. It's so weird. It's such a good, like people have talked about how great a foundation the color pie oh, is. Oh, absolutely. Everybody steals from it. Everybody. Exactly. But someone had to think of it first and it's not, like it's not a logical step. No. And neither is using different colored lands to pay for what you're doing in a yeah. game. And then those not being a definite resource. I think I'm with you on the no. I mean, this is Richard Garfield. Like, can you imagine having that kind of impact on the world? 
No. That's kind of nuts. It's pretty, it's pretty wild. Anyway, like. It's pretty cool. I'm interested in what all, you all think about this question. Would magic exist or something very similar to it if Richard Garfield had never invented magic? Use the hashtag. Uh, <laughs> wait, I want it to be a hashtag that's like kind of um, like related to it's a wonderful life. Oh, okay. <laughs> right? Yes, 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 yes. With the hashtag. It's a magical it's life. A, it's, I was going to say it's a wonderful Garfield. <laughs> okay, it's that's better. Way that's better. It's a, use the hashtag it's a wonderful Garfield if you think magic would have ever eventually been created. <laughs> yes, tweet at us with your opinion. It's a magical life is like a way better hashtag. I want to acknowledge that, but but it's a wonderful Garfield is just better. So we're just yeah. going to go with that. So All right. That was a long tangent, but I thought it was a very interesting question. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. The next point of news is yes. something we alluded to earlier, which is Ultimate Masters. Wow. So maybe if you've been on Twitter, in which case, Godspeed. <laughs> um, yeah. In it's general, a dangerous place. It really is. But but if you've been on there, one of the beautiful things about it is that maybe you've seen people showing off their full art cards. Oh, they're glorious. Their iconic full art cards, like Eternal Witness. They're beautiful. All right. So what Ultimate Masters is, if you're not uh, tuned into the hype, is it is going to be the final master set for a while. Probably not ever. Just sidebar. Yes. Tune into the hype is like one of the best taglines I've heard in my <laughs> life. <laughs> It's also probably an 80s, uh, like, in my mind, community it's access like, show. In my mind, I was thinking it's like the tagline for, like, a wrestling show. Ooh, tune into the hype. Tune into the hype. But the hype is, like, one of the wrestlers? Yes. Ooh. Oh, okay. it's a wrestler named the, the hype. hype. <laughs> yeah. And they're super hype. Oh, boy. I've got a hype crew. Yes. Anyway, yes. Uh, tune into hype. Sorry, uh, I just have to write this down. What did I, I'm go write, for it. I'm write this show. Ultimate Masters, it's going to be the latest Masters set they print for a while. So we've had stuff like Eternal Masters or whatever in the past. Um, it's going to come out on December 7th of this year, 254 cards. And the cool thing about it is that when you buy a box of this, you can buy 24 packs per box. Um, same same kind of configuration as normal booster packs, all that kind of stuff. It's going to be quite expensive because these are going to be very iconic cards through for the game. Um, yes. And it's the last master set for the foreseeable future, as I said. So it's going to be probably pretty valuable. And the top of every box is something they've got called a box topper pack. Yes. And it's going to contain one full art and one normal art, or I should say borderless version of one of the cards in the set. Um, you get 40 options and they can range from anything like Gaddock Teague, which is an excellent sideboard card in modern, Liliana of the Veil, Snapcaster Mage, and uh, they just look awesome. Oh, they look so good. And people, the way the set was revealed was pretty cool because um, if you were trying to buy some premium items on the Hasbro store earlier this year, there are some, you know, problems with that, to put it lightly. Wizards uh, sent these out to people who had issues and they just got one randomly in the mail, a foil version, and they look gorgeous. Yeah, they really do. Um, there's Karn Liberated. There's Emrakul with the new also legendary border at the top. Oh, I love it. Oh, these look amazing and a lot of them have brand new art too yes like bitter blossom um i i mean i'm a big fan of this card in general and this new art is just it's just gorgeous yeah it's really cool so these are these are awesome i am i'm here for this yeah and you can see all of these um again if you google mtg ultimate masters and you find the announcement page they show all 40 of them yeah with their arts and it's really cool yeah i'm i'm super stoked i think i'm gonna go in on a box and just kind of save it and like see if it rises in value or something like that but um gosh it's gonna be hard for me not to try and open it because right oh you want yeah. i just really want to so is this something we can draft is that something that could happen I don't know. I don't know if this set is a drafting Probably set. Probably not. I mean, I'm sure, I think like every set is a drafting set. Okay. Right? Like you can, you can draft. I mean, you can draft Any anything. You can draft anything. As many magic players have proven through yeah. time, you can draft <laughs> basically anything. Um, but yeah. Because I would definitely you know, do a draft with these. Maybe more info on that in the future. Yeah. So that's, that's the base news about that. But, uh. Pretty exciting. Um, and the reason that they're doing away with this master stuff is that they're going to focus on sets with more reprints. That's the idea. So 
Um, goodbye to master sets for a while and hello to reprint sets apparently. So yeah. Yeah. Exciting. Exciting stuff coming in the future there. Yes. All right. Next up on news. GP Atlanta happened. That's right. It was modern. Yes. And we'll bring you a bigger breakdown on what happened in GP Atlanta uh, coming up later on in the show. But yeah. Yeah. It was. It, it happened. Was, it happened. There but you it go. It happened and it was modern. Payan Zhang won the whole tournament with Bant Spirits. Yes. And this is a deck that's been on the rise Ugh. for a while, which much to Megan's chagrin. <laughs> But we also saw a lot of stuff that wasn't reflected in our top eight. And that stuff involved the graveyard. <laughs> Lots of graveyard decks uh, at this tournament. Yeah. And new cards from Guilds of Ravnica, too. Yes. So we're going to talk about what that means for modern moving forward. Yeah. What, what is the metagame like? What new <gasps> decks are there? What new cards are there? Why are people playing Banned Spirits and how does it win games? <laughs> Yeah, we're going to go through all of that and answer that age-old question, Megan. Yes, the age-old question I've certainly been asking myself ever since the deck was invented. News number four is a bit of a promo here. Coming up on the Pro Tour next weekend, several members of the Good Luck High Five Pro Team will be playing. Yay! Not well, keep an eye out for them. Watch for them because they're someone's going to win it! But also... Um, what was I going to say? They're not all going to be there because not all the team members have qualified for every pro tour. Yes. So just in case you're wondering. But someone's going to win, so that's going to pull our team up the standings. Yes. To first place. Yes. Obviously. Yes. And they'll be wearing our super sweet Good Luck High Five pro team gear. Yes. <laughs> I'm oh, so excited. And we're going to have hoodies. <laughs> yeah, we are. We have hoodies. They have hoodies and shirts. And shirts. <laughs> we're very excited for it. And if you want to look like our pro team, you can. That's right, because we have merch. We have new merch, everybody. Everyone keeps asking us when we're going to make new merch. Well, the time is now. The place is here. And YouTube. And also online. <laughs> so we've got one design up now. We're going to be adding more um, throughout the days coming here. But if you want the Good Luck High Five Pro Team logo, which I think is pretty cute, you can go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash goodluckhighfive. And underneath our videos, you'll see kind of a little rack that has our merchandise um, kind of like showcased and you can click on that we've got things we've got t-shirts for ladies we got dudes t-shirts we've got sweatshirts we've got uh, tote bags we've got stuff for your baby wow your baby can even wear it your baby think about that it's through teespring yeah. so you can also search for glhf pro team gear on teespring if you want to do it that way but it's below all of our youtube videos you can just click on that and check them out very cool yeah and soon we'll even have stuff like shirts that say creatures are dumb <laughs> In my That's dreams, right. we have shirts that say creatures are dumb. Yeah, sure, Megan. I'll make that for you. And we'll see you. That way you can Good. identify who the monster is that you're playing across from at any given turn. Yes. <laughs> All right. So this weekend was GP Atlanta yes. in Atlanta, Georgia. It's shocking. Yes. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I was just, I can't keep myself from being like, home of rampant voter suppression. <laughs> and a Coca-Cola museum. That's right. And CNN's headquarters. Yes. And Rep. John Lewis. And soon the Pro Tour. Yes. All of these things are true. But last weekend. One of them modern. is things you should be mad about. <laughs> modern, however, is not one of those things. Yes. And uh, yeah, fantastic modern tournament. A lot of the pro players were there, obviously, um, because they're already uh, testing for the pro tour down there. And um, Band Spirits, like we said, took down the whole shebang. That's right. How? Who knows? Why? Also a mystery. Megan, can Why? you, can you <laughs> explain your, your stance on this deck? Why is Bant Spirits a thing? Why? It's a garbage deck. Are you just mad at Spellqueller? No, I'm mad at the fact that I have played against Bant Spirits and always many times and I've always beat it. What are you playing against So it? I don't know. I've played Elves against it and I've played Titan Shift against it. I and also like turns against always it. beat it with Boggles. So like what is happening? How is nobody playing those decks? That's what's happening. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> so it just makes me so mad because I look at the deck and from my from where I'm standing, <laughs> the deck is bad. I think the reason that it's good is because it has that disruption Ugh, spell quiller. Yes, and, and it's, it's got the like, aggression like humans. It's just dumb creatures. It's just dumb, <gasps> dumb, dumb little creatures. I love lords. Do you know what the time that like one? You're only saying that because you don't live in feudal England. <laughs> Two. 
Also, there's like lots of other issues with it, like, you know, like quality medical care and that sort of thing sure. back in the day. Sure, sure, sure. That would have also made it unpleasant. The plague. The plague. <laughs> right at the top of the list, if we're being honest. Pretty high up. But it's just like the thing, like when someone plays a turn one mausoleum wanderer, and I've said this before, I'm just like, ha, thank goodness. I also have this reaction. Because You're just like, well, whew, all right, like, let's get this round done with. Maybe I'll have time to get a snack. So what you're saying is people should play our pet decks. Yes. If people are playing a lot of spirits right. in your meta. If, if you're at a store where people play a lot of Bant spirits, play elves, play Titan Shift, play Boggles, because it's just... Apparently it's just like... I don't know what it's I, winning against. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Well, let's take a look at the top eight and find out what it was winning against. Yeah. <laughs> so Martin Yuza made his 10,565,000 millionth top eight here. Yes. Playing Hollow One. All right, Jan. Yeah, Hollow One. We've seen before. Powerful deck. We know yeah. that we know the deal. Yep. I was just going to see if there's like any. Flame Wake Phoenix is now in the deck, which. No, we'll, it's always been in. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was thinking of the other one. Yeah. That which one is, is not, not in here. here. Nope. Arclight Phoenix. We'll talk about that card later. All right, here's the Bant Spirits deck, I guess. <laughs> Bant Spirits! Ugh. I think this deck is great. I love uh, I love Lords, uh, like Supreme Phantom, giving the rest of the Spirit team plus one, plus one. It plays Collected Company. It plays Reflector Mage. Do you know what I will say? Yes. If this deck is beating humans, good for it. Yeah, and you know what? It has tools that humans doesn't have. Yes, so, so I think I'm okay cool. with that. Um. Let's take a look here. Hardened Scales also made oh, it into yeah. the top eight in the hands of Christopher Larson. This is uh, an interesting deck that sort of, when you look at it, you're like, what is going on here? It's like kind of affinity. Yeah. But also it's not. Weird affinity. It's weird affinity as four copies of Hardened Scales, which is an enchantment. Uh, this is way back from Cons, Cons of Tarkir block. Yes. If one or more plus one plus one counters would be put on a creature you control, that many plus one plus one plus one counters <laughs> were put on it instead. <laughs> it means that you get an extra plus Short one plus circuit. one counter if you're putting a counter this on it. This card already. is is awesome. I love yeah. I love this effect because I love counters for whatever. I just love putting dice on stuff. I think it's fun, okay? Yeah. So this deck is cool in that in that respect, but it, it does play like affinity. Yes, and it also has animation module. Um, whenever one or more plus one plus one counters are p are placed on a permanent you control, you may pay one if you do create a one one colorless servo artifact creature token. And then you're playing stuff like ancient stirrings, obviously, because that card's your colorless stuff. crazy. Yep. Walking ballista, steel overseer, hangerback walker, arcbound worker, arcbound ravager. Wow, so you're just putting counters, counters on everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, I think this deck's dope. Same. Um, ooh, Infect. Infect made in the top a eight. surprise appearance. Hello. Infect has been kind of on the outs ever since they lost Gataxian Probe. Yes. But here it is. Proving it cannot die. Exactly. And what dies is only born again as an infected creature. Yes. That's just a zombie. This isn't zombies, though. No. Disregard what I've said. <laughs> Delete, delete, delete. Just <laughs> no, your classic, uh, has, yeah. classic infect deck. Yep, it's got uh, four noble hierarch, uh, four glistener elf, four blighted agent, a spell sky, and a dryad arbor as its creatures, and then a bunch of pump spells for those eight little infect creatures. Remember, infect, never trust it, okay? That's right. That's my tip. If you t tap out, you're going to be dead. Don't trust you're it. You're just going to be dead. Do not trust sometimes it. Sometimes even if you don't tap out, you're going to be dead. Yeah. Sometimes there's literally nothing you can do. Sometimes there's nothing you can do. And that's and the story of just Infect. going to be dead. Yeah. So. Welcome Infect. back, I guess. Sometimes you're just dead. Ironworks combo, of course, was in the hands of lots of advanced players at the tournament. Yeah. Put a copy into the top eight. Yep. And also now has Psy Master Thopterist, which I think we saw at a Pro Tour yes. 25th anniversary. Yeah. But still a, a cool card to see I running think, around out there. Cool. Making yeah. a bunch of thopters. Ironworks combo. If you don't want to play magic with other people, consider this deck. <laughs> and really, who does? There's Bridgevine. Yeah, this was all the hotness. Speaking of the Pro Tour 25th anniversary, this deck was the breakout deck from that tournament. Yes, it has four copies of Bri Bridge from Below, which is an enchantment that if it's in your graveyard, um, you get to make zombies when creatures go to your graveyard. And yeah. Plus a lot of, you know, classic, classic dredge or uh, graveyard oriented cards like Bloodgast, um, like Gravecrawler. Then there's also Goblin Bushwhacker to come in and give everything haste. Uh, 
And Vengevine, of course. Yes. Obviously. The namesake. Yeah. Or half the namesake. Whenever you cast a spell, if it's the second creature spell you cast this turn, you may return Vengevine from your graveyard to the battlefield. 4-3 with haste. Nice. You have so much cheap stuff. Viscera Seer. Um, I've, you, you'll see people sometimes playing this deck just casting a was- walking just for, for zero. Yep. It also has four stitchers supplier, which puts a lot of stuff in the graveyard. Yeah. So, so there you go. This deck's pretty cool and um, very synergy based, obviously. Yeah. Greater Gargadon. This is one of my favorite things. I love it. Is you'll one. watch people like suspend this. And Gra- Greater Gargadon uh, has a thing where you can sack. Uh, artifacts, creatures, or lands to remove some of those counters, those suspend counters from it. Um, so sometimes you're just like, I need to get rid of my permanents. All right. Uh, how do I get them into the graveyard? Here we well, go. I sacrifice them to this greater And Gargadon. all of a sudden there's also like a greater Gargadon in play and you're just yes. like, what happened? Like, okay. <laughs> and Tron. Classic Tron. Just your classic Tron. It really, that is what it is. It what else are we going to say about it? It wouldn't be a modern top eight without a Tron. Oh, what if there, what if it was though? Do you think they Actually, should ban ancient stirrings? You know, no. <gasps> I would ban it. Really? I think I would. There's only two out of eight decks in this top eight that have it. I know. I'm just being. I'm being rude. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I just want to make it a little bit their lives a little bit harder. Do you know what's rude? <laughs> don't even tell. Don't even say it. <laughs> ban spirits. <laughs> Do you know what's rude? <laughs> Creatures. Okay, there's another copy of Ironworks combo. I had not made it to the bottom of the list. There's three decks with ancient stirrings in the top eight. All right, there you go. Now you're getting me a little bit closer right. to convinced. I, you know, I'm kind of surprised that combo didn't take on this whole thing. If you had asked me to bet on it, I would have said Ironworks. <laughs> Casey, I would take down the whole tournament yeah. as it has done with many modern tournaments in the recent past. Yeah, I, I do think that Spirits has the disruption to yes. like get in the way of this. And that's precisely so. what happened because that was the finals yeah. matchup. So I guess... Part of part of me when you're when you talk about banning a card um, like Ancient Stirrings looks at it and says, well, like the modern metagame, especially in the last couple of months, has done a really good job of just continuously ba- balancing itself out. Right. Like you'll see one deck rise and then you'll see another deck come in to sort of like beat that deck down. Like whack-a-mole. Exactly. To the point where we have a lot of different decks in this top eight. And which mole are we ma- whacking right now? Um, I think Ironworks is the mole that we're smacking at the moment. Yes. Um, but. <laughs> it really is, though. Yeah. It's like, pink. Yeah. Smack. And that's in the mallet right now is Bant Spirits. But, you know, but that's been different things. But is a very easy. Yeah. I, I mean, like, just play control deck. But just, yeah, exactly. Or, like, for a while, right? Like, remember when Death's Shadow? Yes. Was the mole oh, that we were whacking? I remember whacking that <laughs> mole hard. Yeah. Putting my ley lines in the main. Exactly. Um, and then humans came along. Yep. And it's just like, Now boink. we're whacking humans. Exactly. This is a great metaphor. It really is. We've we've been able to keep it up for nice. a couple minutes now. So. So let's talk about a little bit of the fringe, because the top eight's not, of course, the only story of a grand prix that's right so let's talk a little bit about the architect breakdown what was the most popular deck that people slaved up and brought well on i can tell you what made the most copies into day Ooh, two. yes that is the most relevant what's um, the best humans conversion rate humans Ugh, still makes sense 34 copies 10 percent, almost 11 percent of the field on day two after that burn wow classic wow and then jund like, Jund, really coming back. Yeah, look at those two old school, right? If yeah. you think to, back to modern, like five, six years ago, that was that's that like, was what it was. It was the heart of modern. Yeah. Were decks like Burn and Jund. Um, then you have White Blue Control. Yeah. All right. Into it. Uh, Bant Spirits. And all of these are about after humans, which again is about 11% and burn, which is about eight. Everything else kind of falls into like the next couple are in the six to seven. Yeah. With Jund, Control, Spirits, Tron. Um, and then you get down to Dredge being 5%. Hardened Scales. That's surprising that to me. That is very surprising. 15 copies on day two. Wow. Uh, we have Valakut decks, Red Green Valakut at 13 Ironworks combo, 10 copies, 3% of the field. And look at Grix's Shadow all the way down here yeah. with only 8 copies. 8 copies, 2.5%. Um, yeah, very, very interesting. I'm really thrilled to see Ad Nauseam down at the bottom with only 5. <laughs> Why do you hate Ad Nauseam? Because I literally can't win against it. Well, okay, fair There were enough. 4 copies of Boggles in Day 2, by the way. Somebody entered Day 2 undefeated with Boggles. Oh, that's exciting. Yes. 
So, you know, it can get there. Yeah. Suit up those little buddies. So let's talk about Guilds of Ravnica's impact on modern because honestly it's had the most impact on modern as uh, far as a recent set that i can that i remember as a magic player yeah i mean arguably ixalan had kind of a big one like in some ways it's responsible for the humans archetype yeah yeah. with kite sail freebooter and unclaimed territory ixalan you're responsible because in the top eight it was not necessarily reflective of the field because a lot of people played graveyard decks and a lot of them finished very high in the standings just not in the top eight yeah um so one of the surprise cards coming out of this creeping chill hello all of those dredge decks putting cards in the graveyard they're like well this card has an advantage if you put it from your library into the graveyard yeah and i'll gain three that's a pretty big swing yeah and I, I think this is an excellent an yeah. excellent inclusion for Dredge here. I yeah, it looks yeah, it looks really cool actually. It's such a, I love I love the cards that you look at and you're like, what is this? I'm why? not gonna put this in my draft deck. Exactly. Oh, it's gonna go in my modern deck. But it's gonna deck? go in my modern deck. Love it. Draining for twelve over the course of a game. That's yeah. no, nothing small, especially in modern where people are doing a lot of damage to themselves. Mm-hmm. So there were three times. copies of Dredge in the top thirty-two. Excellent. All yeah. right, let's talk about a card that's really making an impact in standard. Also in modern, Arclight Phoenix. Yeah, this deck finished 27th, a deck called Is It Phoenix, uh, which has Thing in the Ice, Bedlam Revelers, and Arclight Phoenixes. Wow, and then there's just a bunch of ways to put stuff into the graveyard. Yeah, and a lot of classic spells, right? Like yep. things to flip your Thing in the Ice or things to make your Bedlam Reveler super cheap to cast. And bring back that phoenix. That's right. So you've got Charter Course, Serum Visions, Faithless Looting, um, Thought Scours, Burst Lightning, Fiery Tempers. Ooh, Fiery Tempers. Love it. Lightning Bolt, Manamorphose. This deck is cool. Yeah, this deck is super cool. I think this is fun. Yeah, and I love seeing Arclight Phoenix, of all things, in here. Yeah, Arclight Phoenix shaking up multiple formats. This is a mythic uh, from Gills, for those of you not familiar. Three and a red for a creature, Phoenix. It's a 3-2 with flying and haste. At the beginning of combat on your turn, if you've cast three or more instant and sorcery spells this turn, return Arclight Phoenix from your graveyard to the battlefield. And this deck's like, yeah, I can do that. No problem. I can do it on turn two, maybe. No. Wait. If yeah, you have, you have Manamorphose. Yeah. Dang, kids. Yeah, that's cool. I watched a matchup of this at the Grand Prix, and people were having to lightning bolt those Arclight Phoenixes, and, and it's it just, just like, feels so cares? bad, I'm sure. <laughs> it's coming back. Yeah. It was also in a deck called Runaway Red, which ended up at 39th. Can I just pause for a minute and say yes. this is my favorite new deck name that's happened recently? Runaway Red. I saw somebody tweet that it sounds like a Bon Jovi song or something, and I'm like, yeah, it does. It really does. Or like a John Mellencamp. Oh, yeah, John Mellencamp. Is he in retirement? Because I was just going to say, come out of retirement and write this song. Do musicians ever truly retire? Great yes. Question. Anyways. Yeah. John Mellencamp. If you know what he's up to, tweet us with a hashtag. I'm thinking of like runaway camp. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you know what John Cougar Mellencamp is up to, please tweet us with the hashtag runaway camp. We, um, we sometimes do celebrity updates. Maybe we should add him to the list. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I think like bands break up, but individual artists never die. Sure. <laughs> Metaphorically. Yes. I mean, yeah. Cause you can always be like, oh, I'm going to pick up my old guitar and put on another album. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Or they're always like creatively working still, even if it's not at like the yeah. forefront of what's happening yeah. in music. I often think about if robots, you know, finally get to the point where humanity doesn't really have to work anymore. Yeah. But people still will because I would just be so bored. Someone has to make the robots. Like who's going to make the movies? Yeah. Are robots going to be in all the movies? I, don't, I, weren't, I mean, maybe in the future we'll get to that point where a robot yeah. can be smart enough to make. And a, a good enough actor. To direct an act in a movie. Wow. That's pretty far down the line. Yes. But it could happen. CGI actors that robots make. Yeah. Like, aren't there? There's like, um, right. There's like pop singers what that are just, that are just completely, completely generated. Yeah. That are generated. Oh. Right. Um, anyways, this is, this got on a weird philosophical bend. <laughs> yes, it did. I guess part of me thinks, wonders like, 
at what point are like will will a robot ever be good enough to act in a film or like will a robot be able to direct a film with the same level of like artistic flair that we associate with certain directors i think if humanity continues long enough the answer is yes like you think that we could have a quentin tarantino robot yes wow but that's a long way away yeah that's but like eventually hundreds yeah. of years well, more than that. I would say that is multiple thousands of years. No, 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 no. <laughs> you think we're going to have Quentin Tarantino robot directing in hundreds of years? Yes, absolutely. <gasps> wow. I wish we could. I wish there was a way that we could see this bet play out. Same. <laughs> oh, wow. Sad. It really is. <laughs> anyway, what's in this deck? The, the namesake, <laughs> Runaway Steamkin. Yes. In standard, in modern. It has four Runaway Steamkins, four Arclight Phoenixes, four Monastery Swiss Spears, and four Bedlam Revelers, uh, along with a whole bunch of spells that deal you damage, like Risk Factor. I'm going to call this deck More Fun Burn. More. <laughs> Do you know what? That feels right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, more ooh, Fun Burn. And Insult to Injury. All right. Oh, Interesting. Boy. Beware of this deck, seriously. Yeah, I would think could I kill would you real fast. Sneak lose to it and just be like, wait, oh, what happened to me? <laughs> Terrifying. Yeah, so those are a couple of the more, you know, out there decks that showed up in Atlanta this past weekend. I think I think that's cool. And I'm I'm it's cool to see Guilds of Ravnica or any new set have an effect on modern, which is, you know, a tried and true and tested format for the ages. Yeah. Getting new spicy tools. I'm still waiting for my other one mana, one one hexproof creature. So I guess I'm gonna still have to wait for that. Never. You know, your chair is higher than mine today. (laughs) You're right. Right? It's like kind of weird. I just realized it. Maybe I should put myself. No, I think my chair should go up. Your chair should not go down. Okay, great. We're gonna fix this problem, everybody. Just, you know, if you're watching the video. We're, wow. we're fixing it. There you go. What a perspective change. Do you feel like a whole new person? I really do. Wow. This my posture is a lot better. Before there was too much I had too much leg for the distance. <laughs> <laughs> I I always feel like that. I just have too much leg. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying, you know? <laughs> I always have too much leg. a pro tour preview that's right can you believe that a pro tour is coming up no in one way it seems very short because we just had the world championship yes but on the other hand it feels like forever since guilds of ravnica has been released yes that's bizarre it's a very strange time we're working in agree but the team series is kicking off. Yeah, start of a, of a new year of the team series. series. Please get out there and root for the Good Luck High Five yeah. team. Oh, we should make a hashtag for people rooting for them. Oh yeah, what should it be? Should it just be um, Team GLHF? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Great. Um, so yeah, you can tweet your words of support with the hashtag Team GLHF. Great. We're very excited. I'm very. I'm super excited to see how they do. I'm just gonna be like a little bunny running around the the area trying to f- spot the Good Luck High Five players. <laughs> also, if you listened to our episode where we introduced the team, yes, uh, with Craig Wesco, who's one of the organizers of it and also a member of the team, obviously. Um, you'll know that we had a joke about good manager, bad manager. Yes. Which is our cooking our, philosophy. Our good cop, bad cop. Yes, our managing philosophy for our team. Yep. So I cannot wait because my particular <laughs> hoodie for our team says, <laughs> Maria was like, as we were ordering them, Maria was like, what do you want the back of yours? Like, do you want your name on the back of yours? And I was like, can it say bad manager? <laughs> So I'm going to own a hoodie that says bad manager on the back. And, and that's... mine says good manager. So we're going to have a great photo op at some oh, point. Yes. I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. We're picking them up on Wednesday. Yes. <gasps> anyway. Yeah. So Craig's not going to actually be in the first pro tour. He's saving his silver invite uh, for the next pro tour when all of the guilds are out because, um, you know. Yeah. And you have full full information about yeah. what's going on. But we're going to have uh, four of the members are going to be playing in this one. Uh, one of them is Yelger Vigrishma. And uh, yeah, we'll give you updates too. Yeah, we will. Because we'll use that hashtag we'll, Team GLHF. Team GLHF. Yeah, look for look for our guys. I think it's going to be super exciting to have our pro team. And yeah. I'll be like, hey, BDM. He d- he. So Brian David Marshall, pro tour historian, he does the segments about the teams at the pro tour. And I will definitely slip him a hot 20 to talk about Team GLHF. <laughs> 
Just kidding. That's super unethical. But um, a hot twenty was it in your pocket? Yeah, it was. It was in my pocket. You don't want that. Like money. you just held it in your fist <laughs> until it got like real warm and sweaty. Gross. Even I grossed myself out with that. But one. I'm I'm super excited to see to see how they do and follow them through the tournament. Same. And as we mentioned at the top, you can join our Fantasy Pro Tour yes. this year. Yes. So this is offered through Hipsters of the Coast. It's super cool. And we've built two of them. Yep. We have a Fantasy Pro Tour where you can pick six cards. Yep. And we have a Fantasy Pro Tour where you can pick ten players. Yeah. And if you would like to join either of these, you need to send us an email. Yep. Which G- is glhfmagic at gmail.com. That's right. Send us um, your email address and which of the two you would like to be added to or both. Yeah. But just be like, add me to the cards uh, fantasy pro tour or add me to the players fantasy pro tour. Add me to both. But please make sure you include some text so we know what you want from yes. us. Yes. And we're not just like, here's an email address where the body of their email <laughs> is, is their empty. email address again. <laughs> Other than that. I, in my mind, they just put their email address again in the body of their email. <laughs> and that was it. It's like, okay. Okay, sure. Um, but yeah. we would, and you can see our lists on there. Yeah. Um, and then we can take a look. You can take a look at all the other participating members lists, I which think I think will be really fun. Really cool. And you don't have to worry if like we've already picked somebody or some cards because that's not how it works. We're doing the style yes. where you can pick whatever you want and they can overlap. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's do cards first. Okay. Uh, Maria, what are your six cards? All right, so here we go. History of Benalia. Class. I couldn't not pick this. This yeah. is my, I, uh, it's my second favorite card in standard, right after Danto Vanguard, which I guess I should have picked. Uh, <laughs> next is Jade Light Ranger, which obviously, if you're playing black green, you're playing this card. Yeah. Runaway Steamkin mm-hmm. for the mono red deck. I picked Knight of Grace because I also love this card. Ravenous Chupacabra again for green Who black. Can't pick it. And Arclight Phoenix, which I think is probably going to be number one. Wow. Hot, hot take. Hot take. Arclight Phoenix number one. All right. What's your card team? All right. Mine is Deafening Clarion. Great Because pick. we've seen some of those Jeskai decks. Yep. And also you can see some, you see it sometimes in the red white decks out of the yes, sideboard. Absolutely. Or sometimes even in the main. So I, I really like Deafening Clarion. I think that it's two modes are both can be super impactful on the game and it goes in a couple of different archetypes. Yeah. Love it. Chemistry's Insight. How can I not? You draw so many cards. So many cards. And so a lot of cards. decks play this card. Yeah. Uh, Vraska's Contempt. Yep. Classic. Just great removal spell. Has been great since it came out. Does so much. I also picked History of Benalia. Mm-hmm. So powerful. Um, I would love to see a deck that makes great use of History oh, of Benalia. I would be so happy if there's a History in the top eight. Yeah. Um, I also picked Ravenous Chupacabra. Because again, like, how can you not? It's the it's best. Chups. What about this? Is it the best removal spell in standard? Wow. Question. Great question. Because you get your creature, you yeah. get to remove something, and you can recur it in a lot of these decks. Yeah. Wow. That's my other hot take. That's a really good hot take. Hot take number one, Arclight Phoenix will be the most played card in the top eight. Hot take number two, Ravenous Chupacabra, best removal in standard. Yeah. Uh, and then I have Teferi, Hero of Dominaria. Of course you do. Of course I do. So I think we both went kind of the route of we we like spread out the cards across yeah. a couple of archetypes. <laughs> but maybe there will be people who are just like, they go all, all in. in. They might pay yes. off for them. Exactly. Like if you're just like, it's going to be green, black. And I just thoroughly believe that. And you just pick six cards that are you're all staples of take green, us black. All down. Exactly. Like... <laughs> Yeah, we can't beat that. No. Okay. Uh, so I love I love that those are kind of the two different ways that you can look at it. All right. Here's our next league, which is players. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> okay. So 10 players we picked. That's each. right. I picked Reed Duke because I always pick Reed Duke. And I'm like, one of these days, yeah. Reed, your ship's going to come in and you're <laughs> going to win the PT. I just know it. I picked Seth Manfield because I should, you know, obviously pick the best player in the world right now. Yes. Uh, I picked a couple of uh, kind of fringe picks. And one of them, which I don't really think is fringe, is Gregor Kowalski. Yeah. Who was runner up at our world championship. And and you were like, he just plays magic. <laughs> he plays magic. And that is basically his life. That's what yeah. he said at the Pro Tour. He's like, I mean, at the World Championships, he's like, that's what I do all day. I just all, all day I play magic. Yeah. So I think this guy is going to be, uh, keep, he's going to keep climbing up as a magic player to watch. I picked Ifro. 
um, because he's just always good. And we've had a yeah. long time to, to play the standard format. And I think the longer that you have, players like Efro rise to the top. I picked Gabe Nassif because he got second at a Pro Tour, or excuse me, a Grand Prix, standard Grand Prix, playing his mono blue deck. And he's yeah. been streaming and practicing a lot. Yeah. And he's a master of that deck. I picked Paulo because Paulo's just a solid choice. Just yep, whatever. Uh, Li Shitian because he just made the Hall of Fame. So he might be riding that high. Yeah. Uh, I picked Corey Baumeister once again because he's so good at standard and we've had a while to practice a standard format. Ben Stark, uh, very good at drafting and at standard, which I, I don't think a lot of people know, was recently in the top four at the World Championship. Get on my team. And this is my dark horse pick, Yam Wing Chun. Yeah. So you might know Yam as the player who punted to kind of lose a pro tour very sad a few pro Rough. tours ago. But he's he's... He's always smiling. He's always having a great time with magic and he plays red like a beast and mono red is a, you know, very competitive deck right now. So yeah, Wing Chung. Yeah. Great picks. There you go. Who's um, on your team? We have some overlap. I also picked Reed. Yep. Um, I haven't, I don't think I've put him on a fantasy draft yet, but it feels like right. Reed is someone who perennially does really well. Yes, he does. Like it happens every, every year. It's like he'll, he's going to do well at at least one pro tour. And I mean like really well at at he least one pro tour top eight. really bombs out. Exactly. So just like a solid pick. And so this time I'm like, I think, like you said, this is, I have the feeling of like, this is the pro tour where it's going to happen. <laughs> um, I also have Gabe Nassif. Yep. Like you said, he's been practicing so much. Yeah. And I think he was off of people's radars for a while because he wasn't, he wasn't practicing as much. He wasn't as actively playing as much, but you see it like the last PT 25th anniversary, his team did really well. Um, yep. and it's just like, I, I think that when he's, when he's practicing, he's a really great player and he's been practicing a lot. Um, I have Luis Salvado. Uh, who was tied for player of yeah, the year. Yeah, we're going to have the playoff. tied for player of the year. That's right. Yes, it's going to happen on Thursday, I believe. Ooh. I'm not, I can't confirm that. Yeah, I <laughs> hope yeah, so. Tied for player of the year, and we're going to get to see the playoffs. So yeah. pretty exciting. Um, so again, I think someone who's just like at the top of his game right now, yeah. practicing a bunch. Ready to go into it. Uh, Javier Dominguez, again. Nice. Doing some I mean, great practicing and playing right champion, now. Take the world champion, how about... Yeah. Um, Mike Sigrist and Efro, which I think yeah, kind of solid. you said it. It's just like they're such good players. They've had time to practice. Like, how can you not pick them? They're just so good. Yeah. They're so consistently good. Uh, Ken Yukihiro. Great choice. Because he's been playing that mono blue deck also for yep. a long time. And that's a good deck right now. So I could see him just coming in and being like, I've had um, more practice than anyone else at this. Taking it down. Um, and then I have three that are all three of these. Nice. I picked I three like dark picks. horses. <laughs> spicy picks. I have Ely Cassis. Great. Noah Walker. Great. And John Rolf. Great. And like we jokingly call them dark horses, but like. They're so good. Those are three great players that I just named. John Rolf was just playing in the world championship. Exactly. Great player. Um, Noah Walker is like, he's been consistently good, right? Yes. He's been consistently at the level right below the just names like, that are like rolling off the top to of your break and yeah. breakthrough. Exactly. And I think that he's like one of these days, he's going to be that player. Yep. I can imagine a future in which Noah Walker is the best player in the world at some point. Yeah. And he's just a really Absolutely. nice guy. Exactly. He's so nice. He's still super young. So yeah, that's like, that's the one who I'm really rooting for. Oh, I would love okay, to see Noah choice. Walker win a pro tour. Yeah, me too. So, all right, there you go. There's our 10 picks. Yeah. Can you do better than us? That's right. That's the real question. If you think you can, email us, glhfmagic at gmail.com with which of our leagues or both you'd like to be entered in and what yeah. email you want to use, and we will get you in. And you know what? The winner of our league, <gasps> we'll pick a winner from each okay. league, and we'll mail those people a prize package. Great. I love so that idea. Okay, you can, so. You can get in there with some hot can, prizes. Our, our league is not just for fun. No. This is for there's competition. A and if either of it's us It's going to be like some sleeves, but <laughs> there's a prize. And a play mat. And yeah, like other stuff. Dice. And yes. Stickers. We yeah. love putting together boxes of, so of prize winnings because every time it's just like, what else can we give them? <laughs> I know. I love it. So. Sweet stuff from Card Kingdom Ultra Pro and us. And if either of us win, we'll defer to whoever yes, got second. Of course. And um, I still am old some socks, Megan. I just think yeah, I need to point sure that out are. from our last sock. Oh. <laughs> Even though I had the winner. You Gosh, did. Gosh darn it. I know. Well, I'll never have nice socks for myself. <laughs> Pro Tour coming up this uh, weekend. Wow. Wow. That yeah. is weird to say. But all right. 
Watch it out on Twitch. Watch it out. Watch it Watch out. Watch it out. Maria, we have one last, que- one last question for it, though. Oh, yeah. Which is, what do you think we'll see in standard? Okay, so piggybacking on my hot take from earlier, yeah. I think that the Arclight Phoenix deck will be what wins the Pro Tour. When you say the Arclight Phoenix deck, what do you mean? Great question. I mean the deck that also plays crackling drake and that plays enigma drake and that plays all the one mana cantrips nice that i one. like that that's what i think will. i like that prediction i think that deck is extremely strong very hard to deal with and uh recursive obviously um yeah that's what i think is best what nice. do you think it's gonna take it down wow great question <laughs> thank you i started that tick. you started that I know question that i am the well no i'm saying the the tick of saying great, oh, question. great question i know that i am the origin of that <laughs> um anyways sorry because i've been thinking a lot recently someone recently gave me some crap for it um the fact that i said great oh i've had people compliment me on it really they like it i i say it after every time someone asks a question. Great question. And I think that they gave me crap because I asked them a question, and then they asked me the same question back, and I said oh, great question. I see. <laughs> because it's a t- well, like, I just say sense. it. Because <laughs> I want to, like, validate what they're asking. Yeah. Anyways. Moving on. Anyways, great question. What's your answer? Great question. <laughs> oh, we're stuck in a loop! We're uh, stuck in a loop! Don't ask me any more questions, because... Okay. We know it will There'll happen. be no more questions for the rest of the show, or will there? Oh, oh, oh damn great it. Question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that I, I agree with you that I think that that Jeskai or that red blue deck is going to be very good. I think that also I want to see Jeskai control do well. Like, I think that Teferi is still a very powerful card. Oh, yeah. I think that Deafening Clarion did something good for that deck. Yep. Um, I think that Chemistry's insight is also great. So I'm really looking forward to seeing to seeing where that deck goes. Um, so I think that Control is going to have copies in the top eight. Yeah. And I think I think we're going to see a mono red in the top eight. Oh, why? Somebody's going to make a deep run with that deck. They're just going to cheese people out because they certainly can. Yeah. yeah with Experimental Frenzy and uh, yeah. what am I thinking wow. of? Neither of us Risk picked factor. Experimental Frenzy. Which is interesting. I do have the Steamkin. That's true. You which do. is like essentially the same thing. But yeah. actually, Experimental Frenzy, I, I've been playing it on my sideboard sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> my Boros deck. I want to see a Boros deck do well because that's yeah. what I'm playing. I've been playing Boros Angels. I think that that Boros Angels deck also has what it takes. I think it does too. I think we're noticing like a strength in like red-white color pairs. Because even I'm thinking like Jeskai. Yeah. Like, like red-white is a strong color pair and a strong part of that Jeskai deck. So... Yeah, I I should have maybe chosen Wild Growth Walker, um, yeah, for green because that is a card that I think is uh, uniquely strong in that deck and can really shut down some other stuff, namely my decks, <laughs> because it uh, just gains so much life and, and it gets so, so big, big so yeah. fast. That card is very good with Jade and Light. I, I've honestly loved seeing more copies of it, just because it's one of those creatures that when it was printed, you're like, I loved drafting explore oh, yeah. decks around it, but to see it's one and of the decks that you're standard. like, am I going to see this in standard? And it's like, yep, here it there is. There it is. Here's your one three for two. <laughs> <laughs> your one three for two in standard. Yep, those do make me happy. Exactly. I say I do it, but yeah, also green. There's also probably going to be a green black somewhere. Yeah. Standard is so open right now, and I guess what I it's hope great. from the Pro Tour is that we see more refined lists, yes, but also that it doesn't narrow yeah. the format. I hope that we see a whole bunch of decks in that top eight. Yeah, me too. All right, so check it out, twitch.tv slash magic. Plenty of sweet magic action for you all weekend long. Eat those pizza rolls, turn on that TV, yeah. hit that Chromecast. Don't forget to check out when those Player of the Year playoffs are happening. Oh, yeah. Because just what you get to watch the two best players in the world battle that's gonna be awesome what a joy it's time to thank our other sponsor of the show ultra pro that's right ultra pro makes so many great things that every time if we tried to list everything that they make the list would go on forever. I would be a dusty skeleton by exactly. the end. Exactly. By it. the time we got to the end, they would have made something new that they're making. I would be and we old, would just have to gray all... bones in a grave. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite meme videos. It's so good. I don't know many, but I do if know. If you haven't seen it, please Google old gray bones in a grave. Oh, You'll be very so, happy that you did. It's so good. It was like, what's the question? It's a kid answering a question from a reporter that's just like, like, well, like 
where do you think you'll be, be in a hundred years, years or something like that? Old gray bones, bones in, in a grave. grave. <laughs> uh, yeah. But the thing about Ultra Pro is like, you, like you said, they're always making new stuff and they're, they always come to every pro tour Yeah. and they talk to people about what they want, which I think is really cool yeah. and uh, test out new products with the pros to try and get the best kind of quality stuff. I'm holding right now a deck box here, which um, was made to house uh, mine versus my dual decks, but like whatever, look at, we've got two yeah. of their other decks in this, is this what, bot, one box. This is what we're giving away this week, yeah. actually, um, as part of our... Uh, when we made those sparring deck videos. uh, So you have the potential to win these beautiful decks already in their little sleeve homes and already in this deck box together. Um, And so it's a great way to just be like, yeah, I'm going to battle... I want to battle my friend. I want to have a pair of decks, you know, that and I can boom, pull out they both and battle here. my kid, With battle my sleeves. friend, battle my partner. Yeah. So they've got just tons of great stuff that yeah. um, you can, like we mentioned, you know, give by season. Dex, 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 Dex boxes. boxes. It's like a Dex box. Dex boxes. You know, what's the plurals that are like that? Yeah, mother's, mother's superior. <laughs> I know that's not the one I'm thinking of. It's a judicial thing that I'm trying to think of. I really hope that mother's but mother superior, superior is I think is probably right. <laughs> I just never had to write it. Mother's <laughs> superior. Anyways. Anyway. Ultra pro. Great place. You can get their stuff at Card Kingdom. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, everyone, that's this episode of Good Luck High Five. Thanks for listening. And by the way, if you're listening to this, when the episode comes out on Tuesday, remember to vote, please. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it's a very important midterm election. Every election is important. True. Primaries are important. True. It's the way that... I've read some stuff about voters being like, well, there's no one who really represents my stuff. Like, I wish that the people who are in my party were farther over. Yeah. That's the way that it happens is you have to be part of your primaries. You have to canvas for your primaries. Um, You have to go out and get people interested in those, in those uh, potential candidates who represent um, the values that you want to see reflected in the legislature. Primaries are such a a better way to be able to get down to that granular level of what you want. Exactly. Um, But now it is time for the midterms. So get, get your butt out there and vote your butt off. Because think about this. If you went to your pre-release and someone just handed you a pack of Golgari, you'd be like, "Uh, what? But guess what you can do? You can go up and sign up for Demir. That's right. (laughs) So this is like signing up for Demir. That, that metaphor certainly works. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Um, and re- like this is something that I'm already thinking of, honestly, um, as finally election day is here. Yeah. Um, is I've been doing canvassing a, a lot for yes. this. And I'm already looking forward to next year, which isn't even, you here. know, it's <laughs> which isn't even here. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm talking about 2019, which isn't an election year. Right. Um, about the ways that I can get involved then. It's like, again, like getting more talking about policy with potential candidates yeah. um, and advocating for what I want to see, um, getting more voters registered yes. because in some States it can be a real task. We made it, we did make, I made a joke earlier about Georgia being the state of voter suppression Yes, or GP voter suppression. <laughs> anyway, um, but like uh, we laugh, it can be, it can be such cry. a chore and the way to make sure that people are registered to vote is to get them ready when it's not election year. You can't, like, sometimes it's going to be too difficult if you're a month out from the election. But if you're looking at those sorts of things a year out from election, you're going to be able to make a bigger impact when it's stuff like policy and when it's stuff like registering voters, especially in states with weird voter registration laws. Think about this. Football players don't just eat chips and ice cream during the offseason. That's right. They're still working out. Yeah. So be a football player. (laughs) Of democracy. <laughs> uh, we would love to see your voting photos, too. You can tweet yes. at uh, us with your pictures, with your I voted stickers, however you want. Pictures of your mail-in ballots. Whatever you got, we want to see it. That's right. Use the hashtag football. The, what did you say? <laughs> the football players of, of democracy. democracy. <laughs> Please use the hashtag football players of democracy while tweeting your uh, I voted stickers at us. We would love that. I would adore seeing them. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that brings us to the end of the show. Yeah. As magic players, I think, you know, it's our job not only to have fun and hang out with their friends, but make the world a little bit better than where we left it, 
make your let, leave your campsite better than they than you found it. I yes. think is what my dad always used We're to say. We're gonna make you so many metaphors for voting <laughs> that you're not gonna be able to handle it. But yeah, um, and is it a football game or is it a campsite? It's both. <laughs> it's both. It's both. You've tossed the football <laughs> around at a campsite before, of course you have, right? Anyway, yeah, um, lots of exciting stuff coming up in Magic has happened in Magic Pro Tour this weekend. That's right. It's so wow. exciting. Come on and join us in this fantasy draft. Yes. Send us that email. Also, we've had a couple of people email us asking oh, yeah, for yeah, stickers yeah. for their LGS. So that is still an offer through the end of the month. You have to check in with your LGS. Make sure it's okay by them. But if you do, you can send us an email being like, hey, can you mail some stickers to me? And I'm going to put them out at my LGS. And we will happily mail some stickers for your LGS. And also a couple of sweet giveaways for you. Yeah. Because, so, you know, thank you. Yeah, get the word out get there. Get the word out. The best way to support the show, if you can't be a patron, which is also the best way, is yeah. word of mouth. And if you think this is something your friends would enjoy, be like, hey, check these people out. They're pretty sweet. Exactly. Give them some stickers. Or if you hate us, tell your enemies. Exactly. <laughs> uh, thanks again to our sponsors, cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. Uh, you can ask them for a sticker with your order. Yeah. Speaking of giving stickers away. By the way, quick Card Kingdom plug. They, somebody tweeted a photo at us the other day, which is maybe the best photo I've ever seen, which is they asked for an angel token with their order because sometimes Card Kingdom will draw you a custom token because they're just those kind of people. But he spelled angel wrong and wrote angle. And so they, they drew him like one of those math tools that you can use to measure yes, angles. With a li- protractor? A protractor with little wings and it says 4-4 four, four, and it's an angle token. Oh my god, that's amazing. And I'm just like, this is why Card Kingdom's our sponsor. Yes. You know, it's yes. just excellent. Remember, you can get sweet Ultra Pro stuff there as well. Absolutely. Yeah, we love their Eclipse sleeves if you're looking for a sleeve brand to bring to your next draft. Yeah. All right. Well, until next week, team. Yeah. Good luck. High, High five. five.